Welcome back to Investment Fund Secrets. I'm Bridger Pennington, and today I want to talk about how I spent $15,000 for a mentor and coach and why it was the best decision of my life. I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around, and now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it? With no investors and without an Ivy League degree, this podcast is going to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. All right, people, welcome back to the show. Things have been exciting lately with the fund. As a lot of you know, I run my own fund right now, and we are growing like crazy, and we actually right now have a $1 million deal in the works, um, which is pretty darn exciting, and hopefully in the next couple weeks once things come out, I'm going to share this whole story of how we're putting all the pieces together. A lot of you know I do debt financing. We do secured and non-secured financing for all sorts of different interesting financial things and little niche things where people need money and we can make a good return. Anyways, it's been fun, but I want today to share about mentors, specifically paid mentorship. And I, in the intro, I talked about how me and my business partner spent $15,000 for a mentor. And I remember... We show up to this event, um, fantastic guy. We, we looked at him for a while. We, we come in and we, we, he speaks on stage for a couple days and we were writing notes down like crazy and learning all this stuff. He was teaching us about sales for a little bit and then marketing and then how to pitch and all these different things. The last day, I mean, we were impressed. We were seriously impressed with this guy and said, wow, like he has thrown an amazing event. It was a two day, I think two and a half day event. And the third day he goes up and pitches and offers, he says, hey, I'm opening up my coaching package for this next year, um, it's $15,000. And my, my partner looks at me, my business partner looks at me and just says, we gotta do it. And I was like, no way, we're not doing this. Like, we're, we don't have, we've, we've just made a little bit of money, like we're not dumping this into coaching. Like, we'll, we don't need this guy, it's fine, we had a great event, we'll just see, we'll just keep learning online from other people. And my business partner like, no, we need to do this. And so I gulped and I was like, okay, well, let's look at the bank account. We kind of open it up and I, the both, like my heart was just beating like crazy. Like, are we seriously going to do this? Do I really trust this guy? And I remember thinking through like, man, am I really going to get a return on my investment of, am I going to spend 15 grand? Am I going to get back 15 grand or, or waste it? Or how, I mean, how's it going to turn out? Finally, my, my business partner talked me into it and I said, okay, let's do it. We dumped what little money we had into this this coach and with a hope and a prayer that, that we could make a return on it. It has been a fantastic ride. Uh, we got in there and he gave us one-on-one coaching calls and, and he opened up to his team to help give us mentorship. He had recorded videos and made a whole online course and, and all sorts of things in his package that we started diving into. And the best part though, the training was great and it taught us a lot, but the best part of it all was the commitment that it made me and my business partner make to each other. Because at this time, we were both in school, we were both kind of doing business, kind of doing school, and didn't really know. The moment we put $15,000 down on, a, on this mentor and business coach was the moment that we both said, okay, you're all in because I'm all in. Okay, let's do this. And that single commitment changed the world for us. And we, the only way we could have done that was with money. There's another coach I follow. He had a, a program that was $25,000. And your eyes might be just huge right now. $25,000, are you kidding me? Like, there's no way I'd ever pay a coach twenty five grand. And this guy, he had a waiting list out the door. 300 people waiting to get into his program. He'd only let 100 people in at a time. And he said he had those people in for twenty five grand, but sometimes he'd let family members come in, 
and other people and, and all 100 people every year would make over about a million dollars in their business, whatever they're running. And he would coach them through this. And a few times he let in family members, aunt and uncle that were running their own business. They wanted to come in for free. He said, yeah, you guys can come on in. He let them in for free. To this day, he said, people that have paid in my course, he has a 100% win rate that they have made a million dollars after being coached by him, which is incredible. He really interviews and, and vets people to get in. So, I mean, he can kind of guarantee that. He says he has not had a single family member or someone that he's let in for free make a million dollars yet. Not single one. And he said the reason he believes that they haven't done that, he said people who pay, pay attention. There's a reason you have to put a, a money down or money forward or get skin in the game because you take it more seriously. Just like me and my business partner, when we put that $15,000 down, we both gulped like crap. This feels like a lot for us. And we said, okay, we're committing with our cash, with our wallets. That's the best form of commitment you can possibly make is with your wallet. He said, I'm committing right now to this process and we're gonna cut off everything else. Decision is deciding on something and then turning away from everything else. Decision, like decision, it comes from incision, like that same root word to cut off. When you make a decision, it literally means in the English language to cut off all other opportunities. And right now in our world, and I don't know if you guys feel this, I feel crippled sometimes by opportunity. There are so many things that you can run around and do everywhere. You can run about a million places, you can make money here, and you can do this, you can do that. And by doing all of that, by trying to chase 100 rabbits, you end up catching none of them. And when you commit with your wallet, make a decision, when you cut and decide to separate everything else out and decide on one thing, like I've done that with, with funds, with this investment fund, we are deciding on this, that has made all the difference. And when we paid for a coach, we did the same thing. We cut the boats and me and my partner said, we're gonna drop out of school and we're going for this. And we're either gonna make a million bucks or we're gonna crash and burn. That decision was exhilarating. It makes your heart sink a little bit, but it's the only way to success because you'll see people, I've seen people all in my life around me that dabble and they dabble and they dabble in things and they dabble over here and they dabble until you die. And I've done this myself. In college, I, I was running three businesses at once, all over the place taking 18 credits. I was getting good grades and then trying to run these businesses and I mean, it all falls apart because you're trying to hold and juggle eight things at once. Deciding for me has been a huge thing. I'm in this process right now too of really trying to decide and I'm actively right now cutting things out of my life and this is my coach that I hired is telling me to do this, is actively cutting things out of my life to focus on the one goal. And whether you get there or not is actually okay. It's better to decide and fail than to dabble and not decide at all. And think about it, let's say, and let's just walk through the scenario, right? And I was talking to a guy a couple days ago. He runs a, an awesome um, M&A firm out in the Bay Area. And he gave me this advice. He said, the best negotiating advice I ever got, ever, was what is the worst thing that can happen? He said, that's the best negotiating advice I've ever gotten. And I, I, you gotta constantly be asking that question whenever you're negotiating, what's the worst thing that can happen? And he said, he was talking to me, Bridger, if you go to run this fund and you go for three years and you go way up or you go down in three years, what's the worst possible case scenario? And I said, okay, um, well, worst case scenario, I lose some money, lose other people's money, um, we crash and burn. Um, and he said, okay, let's say you file bankruptcy, okay? That'd be pretty bad, right? It's worst case scenario, maybe you go to jail, that would be really bad, so don't do that, don't go be unethical. And he said, I don't think you're gonna be unethical, so let's just cut that out, but let's say you go bankrupt, okay? 
you start over and guess what? You may be moving with your parents, your in-laws, you get a cheap little apartment for 300 bucks a month. You gotta move somewhere else and you get a, a job to make ends eat for a little bit and you go back to school, take out a loan and go to school, get your MBA. And then you can just jump into a career. That's the, if that's the worst case scenario is you moving with your parents or getting a small apartment, it's not that bad. Like you're still gonna survive. You're still gonna have a toilet and fresh water and food. It's not gonna, you're not gonna be dead on the streets. He said, if that's your worst case scenario, and he's like, hopefully you got a little bit of money saved somewhere else that you're not gonna touch. But if that's your worst case scenario, that's, that's like better than 80, 90% of the world who live in Africa or India can't even, don't even have the opportunity to start on that journey. And he said, it doesn't hurt your resume at all because employers love to see passion and drive to get somewhere. I was actually talking to somebody at Google the other day and I asked him, How, what's like the top factor that you look for when trying to get into Google, right? When you're hiring for Google. Is the one thing we look for at Google, we don't care about a degree. We care that you were, a, you had a star over your head, a star <laughs> over your head in something in your life before. I was like, what do you mean? He said, he, he, he was telling his story. He said, hey, I was a student by president at my college university. And I worked in the White House with President Obama and we did all sorts of things and that gave me my star in my head. He said, I work with Olympians, with gold medalists. I work with NFL players. I work with ex-NBA players at Google. He said, they don't care much about your experience. They can teach you anything on the job. They wanna see that you excelled and went for it with something in your life, that you went all out on something and you had the drive and passion to become one of the best in the world at, it could be swimming in the Olympics. It could be being an NFL player. It could be being a student by president work with President Obama. It could be grades. It could be your SAT score. But he said, that's what we look for. And so if you go out and start a fund and go all in and you raise $500,000, a million dollars, $5 million and put it into a fund and you can tell that story to an employer in five years, if it all crashed and burned, that's a fantastic freaking story. If that's your worst case scenario, you're not doing that bad. So you gotta think through, and this is what my mentors have helped me, and this is why we paid money to do this, to get into this, and it has helped me decide and cut things out. And it was from paying for mentorship, for coaching, that I can actively be coached because I need to pay attention. One other story from, this is actually my mentor that we paid to. He actually has a mentor that he's getting mentored by. And sat down with the mentor day one, and, the, and they're, they're wealthy guys, they, they make a lot of money, and money's not a huge deal for them anymore. And he said, my, he's like, my mentor charged me 50 grand a year to be mentored. And he said, he sat down, he said, I don't want your 50 grand. We're gonna write a 50 grand check though. And you're gonna give it to me and I'm gonna give it to my favorite charity because I don't need your money, but I want you to commit with your wallet $50,000 to a charity somewhere. And that's how we're gonna start. And so day one, he's like, oh, okay. So he wrote a $50,000 check and gave it to him, which gave it to a charity and said, okay, now we can start. You've got to give first and you've got to commit some type of monetary value because you won't value what I'm telling you unless you commit with your wallet. Love you. Peace. Yo, if you're just starting out, you probably have a lot of questions. That's awesome. I want to hear them. So please go to investmentfundsecrets.com, submit your questions. And if I like your question enough, I actually want to bring you on the show with me to ask those questions live to me. And I'm going to bring on another investment fund manager to answer them for you. So if you're interested in that, please submit a good question on the website. Again, that's investmentfundsecrets.com. See you there.